been grinding my whole life, nigga. No, I'm talking about. I've been grinding my whole life, nigga. No, I'm talking about. I've been checking in for a check, nigga. No, I'm talking about. I've been checking in for a check, nigga. No, I'm talking about. I've been grinding my whole life, nigga. No, I'm talking about. Most of my realest niggas got life, nigga. No, I'm talking about. On parole, I got a few strikes, nigga. No, I'm talking about. If it's a green light, we do it right, nigga. I wouldn't change shit, I do it twice, nigga. How y'all doing today? This is Contrary to the Belief. This is King Hart. That feels. And we got my boy Adrian in the building. Action Fitness. Action Say what's up to the people. Fitness. Hello, hello. How's everyone doing today? Mm-hmm. So, my man, he came out there. It's one of the, I know the playoffs just started, too. Mm-hmm. So, it's like one of those days, and I know you just came from playing ball, right? I did. I did. All right, man. Still getting it in, man. I'm trying to be like you. I ain't touched a ball in like seven months. Come on, kid. <laughs> That's a long time. Come on, kid. That's a long time. <laughs> yeah, nah, I mean... You know how it is, man. We we get older. We prioritize with certain things, man. And the weekends, it be like our time to just really relax and chill, you know? No, nah, that's true. That's mm-hmm. true. It was a nice day yesterday, though. Kind of got cool near the end, but, you know, yeah. I had that balling type of fever yesterday, <laughs> man. You know? Man, I told you. I said yesterday it was going to be more 70-degree days, man. Yeah, that's so true. It, I, I got the ball in the car. I got the kicks in the car. So I'm always ready with the pump. Yep. But you ain't playing though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I shoot around, man. But as far as like playing, it's hard to play with youth these days. Like, um, I went to the court when I was playing with some dudes, and they claimed they was all juniors and sophomores and seniors. Mm-hmm. But none of them had a skill set. They always just running around the court, and that's how you get hurt. And that's I right. ended up like getting hurt playing with them. You know, <laughs> so it was just like that's why it's like when I go out there, I gotta make sure I play with people that know how to play. You can't play with a bunch of people that's just running around like crazy people. Mm-hmm. You know, but how you doing, Adrian? Man, I can't complain, man. Business is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm living, I'm well, mm-hmm. you know. My family, my surroundings, everyone's around me is doing pretty good for themselves. Mm-hmm. So can't complain. Uh-huh. You know? I like that answer, man. How you doing, Matt Phil? Chilling, man. Just glad to be here. Like Adrian said, man. You know, just still kicking, moving. Mm-hmm. Glad I just have all functions in my my limbs, man. Hey, you know man. I mean? That is, man. So, like, we just gonna go into it. Like, just talking about fitness. Like, um, what's the best way to um to take care of yourself? Uh, I would definitely say. Your nutrition is key. Mm-hmm. Nutrition is vital. Like what you put in your body is gonna reflect on the outside. Mm-hmm. So what you eating, you know, with that fork. You know, I'm a trainer, but I can't stop that fork from hitting your mouth. Mm-hmm. You know, all the time because I'm not around you. You know, mm-hmm. but right. definitely between the cardio, the weightlifting, you know, you don't need a gym membership. Mm-hmm. You just gotta have the drive. Mm. Wow, you know, that's a good point. Okay. All right, well, I, I like that, man. Mm-hmm. That's how you make money with driving like that. <laughs> you know, that's definitely how you make money. Now, for somebody that's going to the gym, you know, what what is the what should they eat? What's the correct meal for them? Mm. Well, it's different for everyone. Mm. So you could be eating for weight loss. You could be eating for weight gain. It mm. all depends on what your goals are. Mm. So. If you don't know your goals, then that's the first step you need to figure out right there. That's a problem right there, saying mm-hmm. you're just going in the gym, you're working out. But you're like, am I trying to lose weight or am I trying to get bigger? Mm-hmm. So if, once you get that established, then you can start. But definitely I put uh, most of my clients, all of my clients, on a paleo mm-hmm. primal diet. Mm-hmm. Pretty much like the caveman diet. Um, mm-hmm. But to keep it simpler, I just tell them everything has to be baked or grilled. Mm. Or pan seared. That's where we want to stick to it at. 
no fry, no fast, no processed foods. That's that's key. That's where we go back to whatever you put into your body is going to reflect on the outside. So eating, definitely baked or grilled. It should be veggies on every single plate, mm-hmm. you know, and a side salad, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to um, talk to you about water, you know, because there's, there's regular water and then there's the 10 pH water and all that. Which is the best alkaline. water? Yeah, alkaline water. Yeah, alkaline water is definitely the best water mm-hmm. uh, right now. Okay. Um, Do you drink a lot of it? I just drink regular water, right. truthfully. Um, alkaline water is expensive. <laughs> so you got to be in your realm of your budget because everyone has a different budget mm-hmm. in order to, you know, better their lives. Mm-hmm. You know, if we could do better, we would. We wouldn't, you know. Yeah. We'll be going to Edge of the Woods every day right. buying a whole case of alkaline water. That's but true. now they sell, um, just like the Brita filter, mm-hmm. right. they have an alkaline one now. Okay. So okay. it comes straight out. You put it in the bottle. It's alkaline water. Oh, and the right. prices go from $30 to $300. Mm. Now, the misconception, people think when they have to eat healthy, they have to go to the Whole Foods and Edge of the Woods type of thing. Mm-hmm. And that's expensive for the normal consumer. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. How do you go to a stop and shop and get a good bang for your buck? And You know what I'm saying? What to look for? Do you just get organic or could you get? No, nah, you don't necessarily got to go organic, mm-hmm. you know, unless you're going to continue with organic forever right. you know so you get your Tyson your Purdue you just make sure you read the label mm-hmm. and make sure it says you know no hormones no antibiotics added okay you know it could be um, grass fed that means the the animal only ate grass mm-hmm. you know free so range free range just oh, like that you know yeah. everything has a label up there so as long as you know you can read mm-hmm. you can buy and <laughs> it says it right on top of every packaging like this this is what's in this type of meat and then it's what's in this type of meat right next to it. Mm-hmm. You know, you have a choice. It may be a dollar or two more, but if you got it, then definitely, you know, make the right decision with what you're going to eat. Now, mm-hmm. is, the, is the beef good for you? Is it technically a good meat to eat, or do you stay away from beef, especially with I animals? don't, personally. It all, you know, beef definitely has, uh, it's harder to digest. Mm-hmm. So it takes longer than, you know, other meats to digest. So uh, that's where people have the big problem with it, with beef. But I technically don't. Uh-huh. You know, I work out more than enough in order to try to break down everything that I consume into my body. All right. So, so let me ask you this question. How long have, like, well, what made you want to start this business? It's hmm. a good question. Um, mm-hmm. I had got out of shape just a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, I have always been in shape. Like, I was stuck at, like, 189 for, like, w- most of my life. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I started working for a group home. And I, <laughs> you can eat a lot at a group home. Yes, you can. You know, a lot of shifts. And, um... Basically, I ended up 260. That. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm tall, right? Mm-hmm. So it kind of looked it okay, but people didn't know that I was out of shape. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't LeBron 260. Mm-hmm. I was just like 260, just like extra yeah. neck. And so I got my life together. So I started running and walking and just doing everything physical, mm-hmm. you know, just like I learned from playing sports all my life. So I just started. Doing it, and then I was always posting on Facebook, you mm-hmm. know, what I'm doing, where I'm going to be. If anyone wants to join me, you're more than welcome to come join. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, I got a lot of people coming. Mm-hmm. So I did it for free for mm-hmm. a whole year, you know, just to give back, mm-hmm. you know, because I definitely wouldn't charge nobody for knowledge I didn't actually have. Mm. So mm-hmm. I was just doing it because my coaches killed me growing up, so I know how to kill people too. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, I re- I definitely respect that, you know, because it's, it's not a lot of people that do stuff for free. Right. You know, that's because true. that's time, that's effort, that's your gas, that's whatever it is you put in. If you 
giving them water or you giving them game, that's coming from you. Absolutely. You know? And that's what we understand what it's like, too. Mm-hmm. When we try to reach out for people's services, yeah. a lot of times it's not free. So it's good that when you're starting a business, so if you kind of, you had that time where, where you, as you were teaching people, you were mm-hmm. learning as well. Absolutely. You, know? mm-hmm. you definitely yeah. had to build a brand, you know, before you just jump on Facebook. Nobody knows who you are. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm offering training or Whatever your profession is, I'm offering weaves and I'm offering this and that. Mm-hmm. But if you don't got no credentials, then people are going to be hesitant to support. So I had to build that up mm-hmm. before I was able to just really start charging people and say, this is what I do for a living. Gotcha. So invest in yourself. You know, definitely invest in yourself. You know, it could be something that's small. Like he started off, he said, yo, I'm working out. You want to come with me, just come with me. You know, so whatever business it is. You know, you're going to have to do freebies for a little while. That's true. Definitely. But when, when people start coming, that's when you have to start charging people because you don't you can't do it for free anymore because it's too many people. So that's how you just start your business. Every All, all your followers will follow, definitely, mm-hmm. if, you, if you do it right and you really do it from the heart. Absolutely. You know? But, um, you know, another note, I know you're real big into basketball, man, so I just want to talk to you about the playoffs starting. Did, would you, did you watch it yesterday? I didn't. I'm all about the uh, Spurs. Oh, man. (laughs) I used to be a Spurs fan, too, but, you know. Man. I'm I'm a Spurs fan, man. It's real basketball, you know. know, They don't go get a big three. But I was a Kawhi. Yeah, yo, why Kawhi ain't playing, man? What's what's, what's, what's what's going on with that, man? Pop couldn't get him back? Pop, man, he got got a little issues right now. I saw his interview yesterday. He was Mm -hmm. pretty upset, you know. Yeah. He just did like thirty seconds and then just got off. Yeah. Like I'm done. All right, cool. <laughs> but, you know, the Spurs always gonna be my team. Nah, know? it's it's that's really good discipline. Yeah, great organization. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it you is. Know, everybody touches the ball. Mm-hmm. But Kawhi, Kawhi ain't feeling it. Nah. <laughs> for whatever reason, because they said he was clear medically, he was cleared to play, and he just nah, he ain't want to play for the rest of the season. You know, so and, that, and that's a big hit because they're playing Golden State. And last year, Kawhi had their number, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did. Until mm-hmm. they tried to injure him. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> they tried to take my man out, yeah. Nah, and it's like, that's what I don't understand. Like, this dude, he did this to other players. Like, how how is he not being fine? How are they not saying anything? Because, Even green, man. Yeah. You know, yeah, like, yeah. and it's yeah. like, and back in the day, like, if you hit somebody like that, they're going to come back at you. That's <laughs> yeah. how they was back Next in the day. Bulls, yeah, you know, like, Detroit. Yeah, like, you know, I remember when Scottie Pippen dunked on Patrick Ooh. Ewing, you know, he just stepped over and, like, pushed him down. Was, but we, if you see something, like, the NBA is kind of soft nowadays. And I blame oh, I blame a lot of the players. As much as I like LeBron, I blame him too, mm-hmm. you know, because, honestly, like, when you're a big dude, like, you can't cry over every cold, man. Just play the game. Yeah. You know, like, you're 6'8", 250. Nobody, you're a train coming. Nobody's going to stop you. Like you're not, they're not gonna call every foul. And plus, we don't want to sit at a game and watch you shoot. Would you say it's LeBron or would you say it's Shaq? Shaq what? <laughs> Shaq maybe made the game more foul oriented. Mm, but Shaq didn't really cry, cry about. Guy. He didn't cry about a lot nah, of fouls though. Nah. He did not. Shaq cry Shaq was about an animal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I see what you're saying with the fouls because you had a foul, Shaq. But mm-hmm. sometimes it didn't even matter. He was dunking it. Uh, yeah. That's was, true. Yeah. <laughs> he, he was, was just, dunking it. Yeah. He was just that strong. So it's like, like I watched a few of the playoff games yesterday too. I actually, I got a wager going with the 76ers. So, and yeah, they. <laughs> that's an easy one. They like, won their first one. But though. listen, no, nah, man, I no, bet they did. it. That's, they a, did. that's an easy win, though. But, but I bet against them. <laughs> oh, you bet against them. Yeah. Oh, okay. And when I saw, okay. I saw how Miami, 
was just uh, struggling. Yeah, I, yeah. I was like, but they both were struggling. But we'll we'll see. The series one game, man. We'll see. Mm-hmm. But they um there was a few there's a few good games on today. But um I wanted to talk about LeBron because I felt like every like James Harden is being like LeBron James is in the shadow to James Harden when it comes to the MVP. Mm-hmm. And I felt like this year. LeBron, like, this is one of his best years as a professional. I could say that I've seen him, like, play. This is one of his best years where I was like, dang, man, this dude's really 33 years old. You know, I feel like he should get MVP this year. But they was like, from what the news is saying, that it, Harden's going to get it. There's no hands down Harden's going to get it. I think Harden's going to get it. Yeah. I, 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 so it's definitely a toss-up. Like, LeBron is always going to be LeBron. And you still think about, like, Harden is – Look, trying to run this whole team. Well, same thing with LeBron, but Harden is just smaller. So you say, like, mm-hmm. he's getting more done. LeBron is that big. He's supposed to get, do stuff like that. It almost reminds me of the year that uh, Nash won. Because Nash won two years in a row. Yeah. But I think Kobe scored that 81-point game mm-hmm. one of those time, years. Right. And Kobe was beastin'. But the only thing that hurt Kobe was, obviously, the allegations at that time. Mm-hmm. The NBA wasn't going to give it to Kobe at that time. <laughs> nah, uh, we can't know. praise a guy who just got... Yeah, yeah, allegedly, yeah. allegedly, <laughs> who got caught up with something, you yeah. know? But, it, it, but where LeBron going? What do you think after in the off season? Is he gonna stay in Cleveland or? See, see, here is the thing, like, and I am and I am looking at this. I really, the teams that he they're saying he should go to, I don't see him being there. Like, like, yeah. like me and you was talking. We said L A is some place that he definitely might go, but it's yeah. like how you just drafted Ball, you know, like. He has to develop. You're going to bring another guy that's a point guard who's 6'8 to develop. Like, it's not going to work. Yeah. Either they're going to send they're gonna send ball out or something's going to happen. Like, they're going to make a change. Then I think Paul George is going there. And then it's like Philly, same thing. Like, you got Ben Simmons. Him and LeBron basically play the same position. And then I think the Rockets, he would fit in right there with the Rockets. Even the Knicks, too, man. Come to the Knicks, man. We'll, <laughs> we'll take you, too, LeBron. Shoot. Come to the Garden, man. The Garden will be live again. Uh, True. But like I was, telling, <laughs> but yeah, it probably it would go crazy, man. But I just think that look, every every big time legend, except for maybe like Shaq, mm-hmm. had stayed put in a certain area at least two teams the most, you know. But mm-hmm. to build that real true legacy, mm-hmm. I, he's a he's a legend already. I'm not. I'm not saying yeah, that. yeah, yeah. But I we we grew up on every legend in any sport, basketball, football. When they were, that's where they, you know, their staple was that team, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. I, and I just want to see him stay at Cleveland. Me too. Build around him. Mm-hmm. You know, LeBron has that much control where if he wants somebody there, he doesn't want somebody there, mm-hmm. he, he is the GM. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So why not just mm-hmm. get who you want? Exactly. Yeah. You know? I, I, I agree with that, too. I think he should just stay in Cleveland. You know, it's not like he's young LeBron like he was 25, 26 years old, and he like, yo, I could do it. Now nah, you older. Like, you got an expiration date on you. They're not going to, after 35, they probably might not pay you a max because they don't see a future with you. They can't mm-hmm. build with you. So it's like, just stay here, man. This way, you already got the team. You can mold them. You know, so next year when they get to the playoffs, you already got everything you need because it's like you trying to win a playoff like that. It's not going to happen. He's not going to catch up to Jordan. Nah, he's not. And, and I don't, like, he's not going to catch up. Like, the only way he's going to do that, he has to build a solid foundation. You know, you can't just – this is what he what he did to Cleveland was kind of grimy. Like, he traded all those players and then he wants to be out. Yeah. Like, how you going to leave them <laughs> like that? See, what he wanted that didn't go his way is he wanted Kyrie. Mm-hmm. You know how, like, you just, like, you have a younger you or not same 
position, but a younger person that you say, okay, I'm going to hand it off to you one day. Mm-hmm. This is going to be your team. Mm-hmm. That's how I felt. And when he left, he like, All right, yeah, we, yeah. we're not, we not going to win these finals against yeah. Golden State. Like, nope. So no, it, it, but it's at the same time you gotta understand something. Shout out to Russell Web- Westbrook too. Yeah, second year averaging a triple double, man. Yeah, so. even they said that he was on um, patting his numbers though. But you know, <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, shots out, he did do it, but I don't think he should get MVP this year though. You know, that, Westbrook. Yeah, Westbrook. Nah, nah. I don't nah, think he nah. should. You know, he's doing good though. He's always gonna do good. Nah, he is. He he plays his heart out. You know, that's one thing I can say. But one thing I'm starting to see with NBA players. You, they only could play with certain players. Like, everybody can't play together. You know, like, when DeMarcus Cousin was with um, my man Davis, you know, like, I felt like DeMarcus Cousin was overshadowing, even though he said, yo, this is your team, but he was that talented that he was, to me, he was overshadowing them. Soon as he left, this dude had 50-point games. Like, you can't, don't bring another superstar, just bring somebody to build around him. You know, like, you got two dudes playing, a power forward and a center. They play the same position. And the center's ball dominant. So he's bringing the ball down court. AD, he's not. It's and, really, and I'm looking at the games with AD. AD brings the ball down court, too. Nah, they really, like, they very similar in their games, mm-hmm, man. Yeah. You know? So it, it's hard very to say, similar. man. But I want, like. I say trade Cousins. Trade Cousins. Get, I, get him I out of there. Let him build. I say this. Trade him to Charlotte. Get me Kimba. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Kimba and AD paid. would be like. Yeah. Kimba's, uh, nah, Kimba's loyal. Mm-hmm. He's real loyal That's true. to Charlotte, mm-hmm. so I don't, I don't know if he's going anywhere. I don't know. Well, they tried to trade him to Cleveland yeah. already. So, I mean, it's it's messed up, man. That that dude, he's yo, pay him, man. He he's balling. He just passed on Curry's dad. Yeah, you know. So it's yo, pay him, man. Just pay him. Like you want players like that because you know they're gonna go out there and play hard. I just it reminds me of what they did to D Wade. Oh, you know, and, and switching it off to NFL, uh, Des uh, Bryant, right? Yeah, yeah. He got a release, man, from the Cowboys. Yeah, man. I heard yeah. about that. Eight seasons with the Cowboys, man. Yeah, I mean, we'll take them. Patriots will take them. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you saw what they did with Moss, man. That was one of Moss's best careers, man. Yeah. I mean, best best seasons. Yeah. So. I mean, you know, them two together was crazy. <laughs> Just too much, man. Just play football, man. That's what I want. Like, I hate when I see. Dudes up there like, yo, I'm the best. I'm, man, play football. Win a championship. To me, you're not the best if you don't win a championship. No. That's what, in my eyes. And I asked you in, off off this, man, off the air, was like, what's what's the credentials to be a Hall of Famer in the NBA? Mm-hmm. And you told me, what was your answer to that? I think I think you need to win a championship. I, I definitely think you need that. And you have to make an impact on your team. So T-Mac wasn't, shouldn't have been a Hall of Fame team? Nah, he shouldn't have been. He shouldn't have been. I don't. I don't. People could disagree with me because it, it's not. There's mad people like T Mac that never won the championship in their Hall of Famers. And my thing is like, I like I understand everybody don't win a championship, but that should be what what your goal is. You feel me? Like at least get to the finals. You feel me? At least get to the finals. I feel like you gotta get to the finals. If you're a superstar, you make it to the um Hall of Fame. At least get to the finals. You know. Show somebody something like you got people like Chris Paul, you know, and I'm not trying, you know, and, and everybody people like Chris I feel Paul, like he's super but like <laughs> he I'm gonna be real, in college with Wake Forest, mm-hmm. nothing, like he did nothing. How many finals has he went to? Had a, uh, uh, yeah, exactly, uh, and, and the squad yeah. that he had in L. A. Come on, eh? yeah. yeah, even but even with the Hornets, Two bigs like that, yeah. even with the Hornets, coach like that that had a, a ring already, bench. 
Yeah, I mean, you people could. But it's just pe- better teams overall, better teams. But mm-hmm. uh, Chris Paul definitely always had a squad. Mm-hmm. He like, did. They was beasts. He he's he's definitely he's a good he's a good guard in the league. Yeah. But when people try to say, "Yo, he's top ten, like how? Like you got remember, like he never got an MVP. How many All Star appearances did he have? He got a lot of All Stars. How many? Because he ain't been there in a while. So how many? He got to be plus five, man. five plus. Man. We'll we'll check that out. Yeah. We'll definitely <laughs> check that out. But I'm not. I, I just when to me, you have to prove something. It's like mellow. Like I see mellow. <laughs> Melo's been consistent, but it's just sad to see him declining like that. You know, like, this dude was one of the best players on the Knicks. You feel me? He was one of the best scorers. And it's just like now when I look at him, he can't do nothing else except score. And then if he's not scoring, he can't do nothing for you. Like, it's like, dag, man, like, you a bum, bro. Nobody ain't going to pay you nothing next year. You ain't Melo's no bum, though. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> yo, everybody will disagree, but it's, it's, it's it, you just hear me because. I think highly of him. You feel me? And we seeing him bust people as and just watching him now, like he's declining. Yo. Mm-hmm. Am, am I lying about that? I'm not saying yeah, he's right, declining, right. but he's still a scorer, though. Yeah. You know, he's always going to score. Like you say, he's a scorer. Like what else is there to do? Well, of course, defense and everything like that. But he never got put up points. I wouldn't say he's a bum yet, but he is on a decline. Well, he never he never elevated his game. Like it's just scoring was. Oh, scoring was it for him. Like, that's it. Like, I'm the best scorer. He never worked on his defense. He never worked on passing the ball. He, he like, it just was, all right, that's it. That was the only part of his game. But then you got LeBron, he's working on both. You got Kobe, he's working on both. You feel me? Like, you got to do this stuff to want to be a star. Like, all right, you got natural talent. All right, remember what KD said, hard work beats talent any day. Any day. Any day. You know, so that's, that's all I'm saying, but... Who you think is gonna win it this year? Spurs. It's <laughs> a fan. That's a fan. That's, that's, okay. that's, that's a loyal fan, man. We're going with the Spurs. Yo, yo, last year, last year I was saying that when I saw that first game and it was up by twenty. Yeah. And he like did he got hurt and I was like yo it's a wrap after that yo yeah that's it but that, was that sad. it was that like was y'all sad. had it I'm gonna be real that was real sad y'all had it until he got injured <laughs> and, and I wish they sent they sent Tim du- Tim Duncan off. Better like I wish yeah. Tim maybe gave them a heads up because that's a legend, man. Absolutely, that's the best power forward probably ever. You know For man? real, man, he yeah. was. Mm-hmm. You know, show respect, show homage, man. This dude, yo, Hope he, he had the big outro. You know, give yeah. Tim Duncan that. Yeah, because yeah. he, I think the end of his career, he kind of like you, you could tell he was done. You can you yeah. can just tell <laughs> like, like the Spurs is humble players, so yeah. they don't need much, man. You're like, thank you, little birthday cake. <laughs> I'm going to holler, you know. I'm going to go chill, back to swimming and stuff. Yeah. Nah, <laughs> That's how Spurs are, though. They just – Nah, he was like Tim Duncan. celebrate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tim Duncan was, was one of those players. But that's that's your answer. You saying Spurs, man? Spurs. Even if y'all go down – even if Golden State go up 4-0, 3-0. I can't root for nobody else. <laughs> you can't? I can't. I just watched the other games, but, you know, I won't root for nobody else. Are you a Patriots fan, too? Yes. Oh, man. Uh, so – Dang, man. This thing is flooded out here nah, with Patriots fans, man. And where you live, probably way more Patriots fans. Huh, man, Britain, so that's going. Man, yeah. it, it's it's too many out there. That's all <laughs> I'm going to say. I see them at work. You should have seen when um, after the day after the Super Bowl, they was all tight. Tight. <laughs> tight, man. I came up in there. They was like, yo, Brady's going to bring it home. Then I say, what happened? Nobody want to say nothing. Everybody was quiet. <laughs> but I'm, I'm a Giants fan, so... 
you know, we we just like they trying to get rid of um, Odell. Yeah. yeah. It, but what they trying to get is not bad. But I still was like, why would you get rid of him? You know, like get rid of Manny. Like, yeah, I, I, he's done yeah. in my yeah. eyes. No, he, I agree with that. You know, you know, he, we'll take Odell too. He's, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like he going honestly, yo, he's going to win a championship. I believe, I believe he is. So I, I want to ask you another question too. Do you think that? LeBron and KD changed the league. Mm. LeBron and KD. Mm. Well, I believe the league changes every year. Mm. There's always going to be some new, hot, fresh talent that's going to make it a lot better. Mm-hmm. Or the way they play the game and everything like that. But because they were so big, mm-hmm. you know, you wasn't always used to a big like that taking control mm-hmm. and just running the whole game. So I would say, yeah, mm-hmm. but... It's been like that for years, over and over. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a little bit older than you guys, I think. So. <laughs> Not that much, <laughs> Not <man>. that much. <laughs> nah, but, you know, you always will find, like, a big man who can, you know, mm-hmm. be an all-around player. But Does that affect the game, though? Like, a big man taking the ball? Absolutely, cause because then it's like, where's the point guard at? Where's the two right, guard? He where's takes the away three? that job. Yeah, yep, absolutely. They can't rebound like the big could. They can't right. Play. But I saw that block last yesterday with um, Collins. Yeah, yeah, Holiday. Yeah, yeah, Holiday. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, that's how you yeah, step up, man. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. That's how you step up. Because they can play both ends of the court. Mm-hmm. You know, They're going to dribble down because they've been dribbling since high school or mm-hmm. middle school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can say, like, and, and that's kind of what was the issue with Kyrie, too. You know, like, at, at LeBron's age, you know, 33 years old. I'm nervous for Kyrie. Only because yeah. this, he's, this is, like, the second big injury he's had. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't. It make you think, like, can he get through those eighty-two games, man? It, you know, like he's well with time. So, <clears throat> and you know, they got the best trainers. You yeah. know, I'm not there to rehab them, but <laughs> they got the best <laughs> trainers in the game out there. You know, I think I think it'll be fun. You think it is going to get a good contract this offseason? Who's it? Isaiah, Isaiah Thomas. Thomas. Oh, nah. <laughs> I told you. Nah. I, I, yo. See, I didn't even know who he was. I never used that abbreviation for him. Yeah, he, played, he went to the Lakers, yo. He went to the Lakers after yeah. um, they traded him off to the Lakers. I, he's I still going to play. He is, but he's not, like, he's going to come off the bench somewhere. Like, Absolutely. Yeah. I'm sorry, like, you could just, like, sometimes you got to be humble, man, and you just got to make sure, like, stay focused on basketball. You know, like, don't worry about being the man. Like, when you get in there, just do what you have to do to stay on the floor. That's your job. Mm-hmm. You know, like, he was talking too much in the interview. That's why he got traded because I know that's why LeBron wasn't messing. Like, it's not your team, bro. That's his team. <laughs> so, you know, if you say anything, LeBron, yo, that's it. He hit that game-winning shot. He, saw, he was like, yo, three times he went up to LeBron was like, yo, get out of here, bro. <laughs> you you, you out of here tomorrow. You don't even know that yet, yo. You out of here, I bro. I already made the call. Yep. I already made the call. <laughs> already, talk, already talked to the GM, bro. Hmm. You don't even know. Got that? Got just got that call. But I, I think that um, LeBron and KD, they, they definitely did. One thing I'll say about LeBron is like everybody says, like, well, LeBron started the super team. What LeBron did was LeBron picked players that he wanted to play with and got them to come together. He was thinking, I want a championship. You know, he didn't hop on a team that won a championship or went to the finals before and ro- rode the bandwagon. That's what KD did. Like I can see, if, ah man, don't do that. 
Yo, he didn't. Don't do that. So why did he go no, to go to state? It was, why did KD go? To, oh, you talking KD? Yeah, I'm talking about KG. yeah. I'm nah, KD, man. <laughs> nah, KG. I never disrespect KD. I'm just talking about KD. Okay. You know, like everybody makes this thing, but he just jumped on the team. And like whether people like it, like Draymond Green is a superstar, yo. If he's doing commercials Draymond, and stuff, Draymond Green, whatever uh, his name, I don't even like. I think it's about Draymond Waters. <laughs> nah, but um, Draymond Green, he's a superstar. Whether people want to know that, any people want to disagree and say he's not, he's a superstar, yo. If you're doing commercials, you're in an All Star game and all that. By default, he's a superstar. Now, when I'm going you know, back, I say that. I know we've been doing. It, it separates when you put super in front of star. It's just a big difference. He's he's a star. I mean, a well, big he, star. He, he's, he's not a star, superstar. So. Is nah. they you stop you, you everywhere you go. If Draymond Green went to any other team, I don't think he would be as focal of a player. Nah, he wouldn't. But just to go back to the, and I know we've been doing NBA for a minute. When you were talking about players being Hall of Fame status, not making it, to, you know, if they never made it to the finals, they shouldn't be going to the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. One player that stands out to me, I say he got to be Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. I think is he in the Hall of Fame already? Chris Webber. You can't you can't uh, say he's not Hall of Fame. No, Chris is definitely. No, nah, he's definitely a Hall of Famer. You know, he he competed. Yo, I'm gonna be real. All right, with Kobe. Dang, now you got to think about it because with that era, with that Kobe team he went against. And yeah. he almost won it. Yeah. Boy, he didn't hit that shot. Yeah. Yeah, I thought I, th- I felt like that, that game King's was fixed. That was deep too. Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah. He, it was Mike Bibby. What? And Chris Webber. Stojakovic. Yeah. Yo, they had Levi. a little squad. I mean, they, they, no, they had a squad. But plus, what Webber did in college was great right. too. Yeah. The timeout guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, nah, but I mean, there's a few people you can argue about, but. There's like some people that got in there, and I'll be like, "Yo, why did they get in there? <laughs> like, why did they get into the Hall of Fame? You know?" But it, they make it seem easy, you know. But I feel like you have to at least went to a finals. You, if you say you one of the best, you feel me? Like, because regular season don't mean anything. It's about the playoffs. You can score eighty one points, and everybody be like, "Yeah!" Like, what should they score seventy points? Um, the dude from Phoenix, he scored seventy points. He broke the record, but they lost. Like, oh, you took him by, um, Booker. Booker, yeah. yeah Booker yeah. dropped seventy. That was great. He broke mm-hmm. the record, but they lost. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't. I think they lost by twenty. When Kobe dropped that, they <laughs> I, definitely I, won. That's man. Bad. Yeah. yeah, you know, like if he yeah. dropped, I, I said if he would have dropped seventy and one would have meant or lost by one point, it would have meant more. But he dropped seventy and they lost by twenty. Now you know how <laughs> how Westbrook he broke Oscar Robinson's you know record last year. With, with the triple doubles. Right. Now, do you think anybody will ever beat Wilt Chamberlain's hundred point? You think you think that ever will go down in the NBA? People got close, but I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's just uh, I, th- uh, I feel like that's debatable. I, I can't even debate that. I don't even know what to say. Fifty shots. I mean, you gotta nah, have to shoot more than that. Nah, because fifty is a hundred. You're not gonna make <laughs> all fifty, <laughs> right? So. Well, that's true. So if, you, you you make, like, if you make like thirty two. <laughs> They got you like 98 shots. Yeah, I mean, it make go your free throw. I mean, it could be done. Kobe had 81. And they said, didn't they sit him out? Yeah. He had like, what, five, six minutes left or something like mm-hmm. that? So, I mean, yeah. yo, honestly, at that point, they give you the green light. Like, yo, go ahead. Go for it. You know, like yeah. like Kobe, his last game, he had six. Well, they was going to let him. But it, it was still, it was an entertaining 60 points, man. That's one thing I will say, man. That's that's how you go out. <laughs> that's how I go out. You a Kobe fan? Kobe's nice. <laughs> David Robinson or anybody that played for Spurs. Well, before that was just Jordan and the Bulls. Uh, you know, right. I was a fan of like you know great players, but yeah, Kobe's definitely great. Mm-hmm. You know, you know he got everything from Jordan. 
Yep. So. Yeah. I mean, they got that one YouTube video with every move. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was crazy. But, yeah. hey, man, listen, he scored 81. Jordan ain't do that. Jordan couldn't. Listen, he didn't. Jordan That's couldn't. the point I'm trying to make. He didn't. He didn't right? have to. <laughs> Listen, he didn't have to. I'm yeah. just you saying, know. Kobe, Kobe. that's one thing Kobe could always say. Yo, I scored that 81, man. That's all he got to say. Kobe he got six. Hey, Kobe still, he came in and did what he, yo, they retired both of his numbers, man. Could Jordan say that? And I'm not trying to send him. I'm just, I'm just trying to say something. <laughs> like, they retired both of his numbers. I'm not saying that Kobe is better than Jordan because, like, you could tell, like, Jordan was the teacher and he was the son, you know. And Absolutely. He, you know, and he just, he had a good career, you know. I'm not great trying career. to say a great career. And to take you know? a break. Yep. You know how much a break can hurt you in the yeah. league? You come know? back still at his prime? And no, they switch his numbers. And remember, Jordan came back and was 45 for a year. And then he switched back to 23. Right, but that was one game. One game. That was one game. One game. Nah, I know. I'm talking so much. My father going to get at me today. (laughs) (laughs) But Kobe played longer in his second number. That's true. He did. So probably if Jordan didn't go back to, you know, 2-3, he would have had just enough career, you know, at 45. Mm -hmm. But then he played for the Wizards and all that other stuff. Yeah, he came back. He he came back twice, yo. (laughs) I just thought about that, yo. All-Star game, didn't. Yo, he came back twice, man. He retired once, came back. I don't think people count the Wizards. Like, I don't think. I mean, yo, he he made the All-Star game, yo. You got to count the Wizards, yo. And he had like a 40, he had 40, a few, he had some point. He had the the two-hand block. I remember one time he had a few 40-point games. Yo, you got it. You still, yo, at 40 years old, for him to still be out there, <clears throat> I give it to him, man. I don't think Kobe ever coming back, though. Nah, he's, <laughs> he, he ain't, man. He ain't, he ain't like Jordan, man. Nah, he making investments now and all that. Yeah, he a smart dude, man. He got on, he just got an award, too, on uh, one of the, um, what was it? VM? A director's what? award or something like that. A oh, gra- yeah, for that movie. Grammy or something. Documentary. Or Oscar or something. I don't even know. Yeah. So, um, going to something else, we're going to hop into the health report. And we're going to talk about butt injections for all y'all ladies out there who really want to be lazy and think the fastest way to getting a big butt is sticking a needle in it, you know? <laughs> so, and it, but I got my man in here and he actually could tell y'all, you know, some exercises that you can do that will help you naturally build up that booty muscle, you know, so you can have that summer body, you know? <laughs> you know, I like that. But um, butt injections is like, it's just a cosmetic surgery. Um, it's to improve the appearance of your buttocks. Um, the lower body lifts to um, contort the buttocks, grind, thighs, and abdominal. During the buttocks lift, excess skin and fat are removed from the buttocks. All right? So that's just telling people what it is. But um, there's big cases where people have been doing butt injections, and they can't really... They can't afford, you know, to do the real procedure, so they go to the black market. Yeah. Now there were unfortunately there were like five women that died from people they met on the black market. There was one lady that actually she got convicted for um injecting this girl. She was injecting her with cement yeah. and like a bunch mm-hmm. of other stuff into her butt. Like and fix it, a flat. Yup. Yeah. yeah. Fix a flat and all of this in in the girl and she did it and it's like, could you? Really be mad at the person that did it or her for letting her do that. And she didn't even ask her what was in it. She just wanted a bigger butt. True. You know, like, because at some point we do have to take responsibilities for our actions and what right. we decide to do. Right. Especially when we know how much a real procedure costs and we do a procedure for like $500. Mm-hmm. It costs like 
to do the procedure is seven thousand dollars. Didn't um, didn't mm-hmm. me put in his uh, lyrics one time that he <laughs> yeah. couldn't have sex with. Uh, yeah, with, yeah. Uh, he might have tweeted or, or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Nah, he said it in um in that song. He said her, her butt deflated. <laughs> you know, so and that's stuff that could happen too. You know, like it's. It's like I this. Think I mean, Kay Michelle actually had to get surgery to take it out. Yeah, she well, took hers yeah. out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, you know, but it's like with women, it's that that quick. You know, I can just get this now. You know, and it was crazy back in the eighties and nineties. Looking at the videos, they weren't the the butts. Excuse me, weren't too. <laughs> they weren't flat. Exactly. No, they were. You know what I'm saying? They, they were shaped. Like, nice. So they had shape. nice shapes. You know. I mean, so I, I, it's like, but it's, it's not the water, right? It ain't the water. <laughs> it's not what's in the water whatsoever. I mean, I, I've been, I don't know if y'all been down, y'all been old probably down south. Mm-hmm. They think down there. Still. <laughs> well, Without yeah. injections. So I don't know what's, what's yeah. you know, it, and it's not, I mean, God bless the women that are natural. You know, God bless y'all, you know, but you, you still could be natural. You know, there's exercises you could do. Like, what are some of the exercises that women could do? Well, it all depends on if you uh, you have a gym membership or not. So, like, you can do squats. Mm-hmm. Always squats is the answer. But everyone thinks, like, okay, I'm just doing squats. You can do your squat challenges. Um, there's squat holds. There's pulsing squats. Like, what a squat hold is, the word is hold. You hold down on that while your legs just build up muscle. Mm. All right? So, if you want that track body, you really got to train and tone legs because your legs to the buttocks all goes up. So, as donkey kicks... If you're writing these down, just make sure you know you Google them because mm-hmm. I'm not going to demonstrate. <laughs> so uh, donkey kicks, fire hydrants, um, bird dogs. You got your lunges, reverse lunges, uh, curtsy lunges, lunge jumps, um, your calf raises, and just box jumps. Just always training the legs like as hard as you can, and then the more you train them, mm-hmm. the more the muscle that you build up. It's it's a million and one squat challenges. They'll have you doing 30-day challenges, and in the end, you know, you're going to do, like, my man Frank Brady, 8,000 8, mm-hmm. 8, uh, leg exercises. So it's the main one leg exercises that you can do. You just mm-hmm. want to keep training legs, you know, leg extensions, you know, depends. These are all home workouts. Mm-hmm. Now, the waist trainer is another big part that a lot of, you know, women are, are investing in. Mm-hmm. That easily, stomachs can easily do <clears> too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's that's more nutrition. Like it all bu- buckles down to nutrition, you know what you put in your body. So some people think like oh cornbread and collard greens or red beans and rice. Mm. All these saying that people heard that's gonna get you thicker. You know the more you eat, of course, if you gain weight, you can bulk up in size. You know you can gain weight. That's called bulking. Usually mm. people do it during the winter. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and then they start shedding it right before summer. So mm-hmm. that fat turns into muscle. Mm-hmm. So it's always a good idea to bulk. Mm-hmm. Up in the winter, and just get your body right. Now, the women that have stomachs because of uh, pregnancy mm-hmm. are those hard to get? Really? Uh, I would say yes because uh, your your lower abdominal section is definitely a hard uh, targeted area. That's the most targeted area besides the butt would be ladies' stomach. You know, so mm-hmm. I, I always try to recommend uh, my clients who are pregnant or anyone who's pregnant to work out while you're pregnant. It's recommended by the doctor to work out while you're pregnant. If you don't, you're blaming everything on your child that you're eating for two, you're eating for three. Mm-hmm. Stop using that excuse and actually work out, do something while you're pregnant because as soon as you drop the baby, that weight is going to go with it. Mm-hmm. But if you just eat and eat and eat while you're pregnant, 
then you get lazy and then you're just going to be like, uh, yeah, I need your help. Yeah, I told you to work out while you was pregnant, but you didn't. <laughs> so, but yeah, waist trainers is a thing that, you know, shape it up. It does work. People mm-hmm. do wear waist trainers and it's different ways of um, helping burn belly fat more with you. Mm-hmm. So, okay. it's good to do your measurements first before you start so you could keep track of your progress. So, mm-hmm. it's a regular tape measure, you know, mm-hmm. you do your measurements of everything, mm-hmm. just like that, all the targeted areas, mm-hmm. and then do it again in a month. That's what I do. I do weigh-ins every month with my clients. All right. So, so you, you work out of, you have the gym at your house, right? Yeah. It's a home gym. All right. It's a one-stop shop. All right. So, I pretty much have more than most small gyms, gyms, or hotel gyms. Okay. So, all right. Yeah. What, what made you want to just do it out your house? <clears throat> well, the overhead. It's definitely mm. one thing, mm. you know. Uh, it's about location, time, and pricing, mm. you know. So as I'm looking for places, if it's not good parking, it's not a good neighborhood, it could be a great building that I see is great space, great par- parking, mm-hmm. but the price may be too high mm-hmm. or the neighborhood may be bad. You know, I'm always looking for spots, but like I said right now, the overhead, mm-hmm. keep that low. Mm-hmm. Right. That's more money for yourself, even though I don't, charge much but just you know it's better to be at home right now and, and a lot of these personal mm-hmm. trainers may be looking on ig and on, on google uh, in the area it's like 75 dollars a session yeah you mm-hmm. know and that's a tough price point for you know working single mother you absolutely know, uh, you know mm-hmm. so um how important is it to um to i mean how how important is it to help people that are in the community still but still help them give uh, you know, get them into shape because a lot of foods out here. I know I did a study one time on food deserts. You know, mm-hmm. like in the inner city, there's not a lot of good places to eat. You right, know, you got right. Your McDonald's, your Burger King. Yeah. So, how important is it just to make sure that you're hitting a good price point too for people in the inner, inner city? Uh, is 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 vital. It's very important because you know you don't want to rip someone off. Mm-hmm. You know, when you could be doing this on your own, but that goes back to having to drive because like I did it on my own first, mm-hmm. but. People need to be told what to do. A lot of people aren't, you know, just mm. Mm. just got that drive. That you just be like, okay, mm-hmm. uh, I'm gonna try to do it on my own. I'm gonna do it at home. Next thing you know, you go, you can sit down and just stop. Mm. But if you're with a trainer, then you can't really stop. You know, unless you're dying or something like that. Gotcha. But the price is is, is very important because everyone has budgets. Mm. You know, you're fitting a personal trainer, and that's a bill. Mm-hmm. So if you're not calculating your bills correctly, someone something's gonna have to go. If it's the trainer, you know, because mm-hmm. they're too much, that usually happens. People are paying for gym memberships that they never go to, so <laughs> <laughs> paying an extra bill for no reason. And then for for being a trainer, not only do you got to be know the know, know the different workouts and be in shape yourself and know the way. How is it when? Mentally, we all have days where we just don't, we sluggish, mm-hmm. right? We don't mm-hmm. want to do it, right? Mm-hmm. How do you keep yourself motivated when, when you're unmotivated at the, at the time? <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty much just telling yourself, like, summer's coming up. <laughs> I'm going to be in somebody's pool. I, I need to wear a tank top. My shirt needs to come off. Mm-hmm. But it's overall health. You know, mm-hmm. people are dropping out there like flies for any True. different reason. Mm-hmm. You know, heart and health conditions. People got diabetes. A lot. You can know your family history and be like, okay, these uncles, these aunts had some type of cancer, some type of 
you know, issue with their heart, with their lungs, mm-hmm. with their anything. And that's what was taking a lot of your family members. So that could be motivation right there. Like, listen, I can't go out like my granddad because all he did was this and that and that. And he never worked out, mm-hmm. you know. So let me focus on, you know, my body, my health. But my question is for you as a trainer. Oh, for me as a trainer. I mean, you don't feel motivated. <laughs> How do you motivate? That's because I think that's good for people that want to get in that in that realm of being like maybe a motivational coach, mm-hmm. trainer. How do you keep yourself sharp? There's always someone watching and looking. And there's always going to be critics and haters. Okay. So if they see me looking like a certain type of way or doing a certain thing, I'm not going to him. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to that guy because look at him. He's not in shape. Mm-hmm. You know, he doesn't look like he's in shape. I don't see him working out or just his professional mannerisms and stuff like that is just not a go. Mm-hmm. So why would I go to a trainer who don't look like he trains himself? Mm-hmm. So that's why I got to stay active and working out and always make sure my weight or my body fat is at a certain level and I'm just doing certain activities that just keep me going so the clients is my motivation I thought you were going to say the money <laughs> nah, nah. Yeah. Nah, it, it he was doing money. this for free man right yeah. I did it for a whole year for it's free a joke. <laughs> nah, I he's joking but um you know like having a business you know that's that's something huge and yeah. I know it comes with a lot of responsibility did you have to do like a business plan mm. or did you just like write down what you know you needed to start it and you just went from there uh well I kind of just like I said I was just giving out free sessions at first mm. it wasn't a business plan but then like I had a roommate and everything like that and I had just like regular living equipment mm-hmm. inside my house it's like couch tv all in the living room mm-hmm. and then i slowly started taking that stuff out mm-hmm. to put gym equipment in there the next mm-hmm. thing you know i had no more furniture <laughs> so it wasn't a business plan it was just like i can train from home so i'm gonna continue to train from home mm-hmm. it wasn't a business plan like i got like long-term goals mm-hmm. you know when the time is right but other than that it's just like this is what i'm supposed to be doing Got you. It's definitely more than a hobby. It's definitely a passion. You got to love what you do. Everyone don't love their job. That's true. I actually love my job. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I'm an entrepreneur. I work for myself. I don't got to. See, people don't know. AD, Mm -hmm. man, he's been having, um, uh, he's been having, uh, he had a studio one one time, a whole recording studio. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Like, so this is not something new. Uh, He's doing the music. Yeah, Yeah. I always did music growing up and stuff like that, but Mm -hmm. that was free too. So it wasn't like. Yeah, we just people come down to my basement. We make music. Now hold on, we gotta settle this one thing, yo. Cause we all we all used to go to the same church. We used to go to Christ Chapel, right? Uh-huh. So, did you play the drums at the church one time? I did. I told oh, you. I, I told you. I, I said. I told you. Yeah. I, I was like, nah, cause I said it was. I think it was offering or something like that. He was playing the drums, yo. And I was <laughs> like, yo, you got a new drummer. <laughs> but I had saw. So I had seen him that one time. But um. Like, with the business, do you have a business partner? No. You don't? So no. it's just you? It's just me. I have, like, potential investors. Mm-hmm. You know, clearly people want to invest because yeah. I'm doing something right. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. I mean, so. they be a fool not to. You're <laughs> <laughs> just looking for the right people. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. You got to think, you know, we all talked about, you know, business times. You know, we had a little talk and you were saying that people just change. You know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, so, um so how, you got to do it with the right people. That's right. How many clients do you have right mm, now? That's a good, point. That's a good question. Um, <laughs> no, um, I don't know exactly how many I, I have. Mm-hmm. I do train about 30 people a day. Okay. Wow. 
So, wow. and it varies. You know, Saturdays and Sundays are always my light day, but Monday through Friday, I'm mm-hmm. training on average about 30 people a day, you how, know. How much is, like, for your services, how much do you charge? Uh, my prices vary, but, you know, you can always contact me, mm-hmm. and uh, I'll slide you my price list and everything like that. Right. So, Who's harder to train, <laughs> men or women? Uh, men. I had a funny face going to say that. Men. Yeah. Man, I believe it. Women complain more, definitely. Guys, they... If a guy going to come to a trainer, it's because a guy really wants to come to a trainer because mm-hmm. most guys don't want another guy telling him what to do, mm-hmm. you know. So they, they'll go do it by themselves. Mm-hmm. And then either <laughs> they're going to get results or not, or you can go to a knowledgeable guy and make things work. But a female, like my client is 98% females. Wow. So I train females all day, every day. I do groups, everything like that. Now mm-hmm. we're going to take a little... So being a, a male trainer around all the, the females, I mean, how do you keep yourself composed without, well, I don't know, you know, but is there, there's that, that level of professionalism, but how do you keep yourself from? Well, you, you got you to gotta love money more than, you know, you want the vagina, you know, and your reputation is always on the line. So, of course, people are going to talk and say, oh, he tried this, he tried that, or they could come on to you and you could be like, Right now is not a good time, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's just about you wanting one thing more than other. Mm-hmm. I want your business, and I want your friend's business, and I want your friend's friend's business. Mm-hmm. So, with that being said, you just gotta be like, listen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, we we gotta keep it professional. We yeah, gotta keep it professional. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, well, I can see why you said women are a lot easier to train because, like, I was coaching um, girls this year. Mm-hmm. And um, they they do listen when you give an order or something. They listen, you know. You can tell them what to do versus boys. Like we have mm-hmm. ego, we have pride. Yeah, like yeah, I know how to do this. You don't gotta tell me anything. Right. Like you don't know how to do nothing, bro. You know you really don't. But it's it's when women they can put their egos to the side. If they don't know how to do something. They'll mm-hmm. tell you. They'll be like, how do you do it? Yeah, and you I know. think that's what's so good about like Jenna Oriyama from mm-hmm. UConn. Mm-hmm. You know, he just knows how to talk to those girls. Yeah, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. um, and they they were saying like they were asking um, this question like I think like an NBA roundtables like why don't college coaches male college coaches succeed in the NBA? Mm-hmm. They were saying because a lot of those coaches in, in in college a lot of those players they need that coach mm-hmm. more. You know, they need mm-hmm. that coach for you know academic or personal support. But that coach, you know, they're looking for, there's no money involved. Mm. But when these players are making millions of dollars more than the coach, they say, you've got to be a player's coach. That's mm-hmm. it. You're, mm-hmm. just, you're just, just basically being a coach to their personalities mm-hmm. more than really being a coach of the game for them, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, there is a, probably a big difference with male and female. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, the females give you more attitude, mm-hmm. you know, more lip, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of talking back and stuff like that. But in the end, they know that you're just there to help them. Mm-hmm. And they're there for a reason. And they you get know. the results. Yeah, you're looking at these transforming uh, IG pages and right, right. The females mm-hmm. are leading the way, man. No, because all they have to do is see, like, I just lost ten pounds. What? Yeah, like that, that, that right there is the buildup. Now, now they at twenty. Now they at thirty. Now it's like now they like, oh, I'm here now. You mm-hmm. know, but that's what that's what it takes, man. And it's like, I think like my mom, she was the best example for drive. Mm-hmm. You know, because she she went to school. She had her associate. She wanted to go back. She became a surgical tech, and then she got she became an LPN. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, Dad, like if I don't do nothing, I have to because my mom set we the bar. You know, yeah, like yeah, moms yeah. and dads too. Yeah. But you know, like 
you, when somebody's when your mother is doing something, this goes for anybody right. and their mother. If they're in school and doing something, that does something for you psychologically. What you were saying about uh, parents, you know, like uh, not trying to be. Remember we were saying like they stop at you saying you don't want your parents to stop at a certain age. Just oh keep yeah, going. yeah. That was a good point you were saying. Yeah, um, because a lot of parents what they do nowadays is they say, um, well, you know. Go to school, go to college, do this. I know you can do it, but you're looking at them and like, Mom, you ain't doing nothing. You still working at the same job. You still doing this. Like, what are you <laughs> taking steps for to build your life? You can't tell a kid to do something because they follow after you. Right. Whether they like it or not, you're still their role model. So if daddy's not doing nothing, he nine times out of ten, most kids are driven. But if your dad's not doing anything, most likely you're not going to do nothing either. But you have to <clears throat> match your kids. You can't tell your kids, like, even my dad's about to retire. And I'm encouraging him. I'm like, yo, you should get another job. You should open up, just do a truck, you know, a hot dog truck. You know, open that up and drive it around. You know, have 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 a type of a get money mindset. You don't have to just sit home and do nothing. Like, True. achieve something. Like, make us make us feel good. Make us want to go out and do something, mm-hmm. you know. And it's I feel like a lot of parents, they just, I did what I was supposed to do. I'm done with life, you know. And they just accept. When I'm 55, I want to still be playing right. basketball. You know, like. well, you got to start back soon. You trying to play? Yeah, I, know, I mean, playing, 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 playing on the court, man. Yo, gray hair and all, man. I still, I just, I want to be able to go to the court, dribble a basketball, take a shot. If I'm with my grandkids, I want to be able to do that. I don't want to sit home walking with a cane. Like I'm not calling none of those. Diseases I think like, like me. What you can attest to too, uh, Adrian, is that a lot of times losing weight is not the hard part. It's the lifestyle. Yeah. You know, are you look, doing this for a lifestyle change or are you just doing this for results for just you going on a summer vacation? And, right. You know, because mm-hmm. when you really do it for a lifestyle, it changes everything about you. Mm-hmm. Not just the physical, but the mental. There's some people that lost weight that still are, feel fat. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know what I mean? <laughs> You're never satisfied, you know, once you start getting it, you're like, okay, I could always be better. Mm-hmm. So once you start seeing those results, like, then it becomes addictive. Mm-hmm. I got to get better. I got to get better. Mm. You know, same thing with the surgery and the butt lifts or mm-hmm. injections, anything like that. You got to work it out after you get a tummy tuck. Mm-hmm. Some people got to lose weight before you go get it. Cause That's you, true. You got to get your BMI down to a certain level because you may be stressed. Mm-hmm. So they can't put you underneath the knife if you're already stressed. Mm-hmm. So working out goes and tell with everything. So mm-hmm. it's definitely important, you know, to work out after your surgery. Mm-hmm. And then y'all could come see me and anything like that. <laughs> I get you right <laughs> after that. Fitness, man. All right. So what's your vision for your business? Vision is definitely a building. Mm-hmm. You know, a nice big building. Mm-hmm. Um not sure if I want to train forever. Mm-hmm. I want to like delegate now. You know, I want mm-hmm. employees gotcha. you know to work for me and to mm-hmm. train. You know, but I have a lot. All of my clients got that rapport with me, so they may not want me to pass them on to another trainer. Mm-hmm. You know, that's gonna taste them. But if anybody I hire, of course, I'm gonna have full faith in each one of these employees that I hire. So I want to run like a nice tight, tight shift. Mm-hmm. But the vision is a big building. You know, not too big. Maybe multiple buildings eventually. Mm-hmm. But I like to keep it like a family-owned business and everything mm-hmm. like that. And uh, that's definitely, definitely the goal. Man, I like I like when people say I want to do a family-owned business, you know. Because, like, setting your family up is the best right. thing you can yeah, do. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's the best thing. And as black people, you know, not even just black people, anybody that's outside of our nationality, you should be setting your whole family up, mm-hmm. you know, because, like, we know how it feels not to be set up, right. you know, because our parents, like, they couldn't send us to school. We didn't have no 
money put away for us. There wasn't no stash and nothing. Like we, most of us had to take out loans, or our parents had to help us. Yeah, absolutely. you know. So it's like to start something where you could do a business, and I could be like, "Yo, go to school, Monet, or go to school, Marquise," and not worry about the money. That's that's beautiful, you know. Especially for us now. Now we put in a certain position now. You know, and I think this is a great opportunity, like for anyone doing business, to utilize. I mean, social media has been a, a new way for people to get money. Mm-hmm. You know, and so if we are now, if our kids, I know you have kids, mm-hmm. uh, I have kids, so you know, our kids are, are what are YouTube a lot, right? Yeah, absolutely. they know all these YouTube guys, <laughs> and girls doing amazing things. Yeah. Um. So you know, they already are going to be accustomed to doing it on their own mm-hmm. by watching that. You know, so it's up to us now to like really show them, okay, yeah, you're doing our own, but this is the money aspect. I think our parents, a lot of times, they didn't really talk about the money and the mortgage, mm-hmm. and they didn't break down a lot of things yeah. we should have known from them, you know? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Um, I think that uh, this is definitely a good time for our generation and next generation to really start building some wealth, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, definitely. So this this is our last question because we got to get ready to wrap it up. I would go by fast, bro. That's it what does. I'm gonna say. Not when you're training, though. <laughs> <laughs> man, Kai, I'm, I'm about to. I'm, I might take that class, man. Class, <laughs> right, man. You can't record us either, man. So <laughs> if one of us throw up or anything like that, man, you can't I'll just record put you to us. the list. I keep track of everybody who throw up. You know. <laughs> All right, but so, now, um, what challenges do you face with this business? Um, just consistency. Mm-hmm. That's. That's one of the main ones with people being consistent with coming. They say they won't come three days a week or the cancellations mm-hmm. and canceling uh, 15 minutes before they're supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't ask for doctor notes. Mm-hmm. I don't ask for excuses. But would you treat the gym the same way that you treat me? Because mm-hmm. we're friends. I'm loco. I'm in a house. You're losing more money by, you know, canceling at the gym. We're just not showing up. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just the respect. Like, treat me with a little bit more respect. Mm. You know, so that's that's one of the things I deal with. That's, yeah. I deal t- with a lot of stuff, but that's one of the top things. Just my t- barber, like if you if you book on my barbers, because you go through the app for my barber. Mm-hmm. If you book it and you cancel within twenty four hours, you get do- they, you put your debit card. You got to put your card on there. Yeah, too. Wow. they charge you for that. Yeah. Man. Yeah. even the doctor. Some doctors, if you miss your first appointment with a doctor, mm. they don't want to even do business with you anymore. Right. Mm. So, nah, it's true. But you, your time is valuable. Absolutely. You know, and, like you, we was talking about that too because thank God we never had nobody that just never showed up for a show right. because, like that's we would get burned, but we still having the show regardless. <laughs> yeah, 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 you know. But what what we want to do is like we're gonna try to work out something. If that do happen, like right. you signed the contract, you right. said you was gonna be here. So if you don't, you right. get charged twenty five dollars. Right. You know. Right. So, but it's your time is valuable, and you gotta value it. You know. Mm-hmm. So you gotta. All right, are you gonna cancel? All right, just remember. All right, there's a fee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I usually don't charge people if they cancel our mm-hmm. advance notice, but I need to start. You know, I got like a three-strike program, though. Oh, all right. You know, once you, you hit that three strikes, I, I just don't even answer your calls or text anymore. Oh, man. So you got to go find another trainer. <laughs> Get blacklisted. Yeah, you blacklisted. <laughs> are, are, are the, I know that's the last question, but mm-hmm. uh, are the training uh, the trainers in Connecticut and New Haven, Are they do they network well together? Do you all work together? A lot of them do. Mm-hmm. A lot of them don't. You know, some people burn bridges. Some people don't want to work with anybody. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm all about collaboration. Mm-hmm. So if someone got a skill set that I can utilize and we can work together and both make a profit off of it mm-hmm. and get our names out there even more, mm-hmm. then, you know, I have no problem collaborating. But everyone's not on the same page. Mm-hmm. No. Gotcha. 
right. So we're going to go into our positive report. We're getting ready to wrap it up. So for our positive report, I'm giving a shout-out to Mike Nice. And what he's doing is he's going to have a little festival. It's going to be called the 2018 National Foster Care Month Festival. And it's going to be on May 13th, 2018. The rain date for that is May 27th. But it's going to be May 13th, 2018. It's going to be from 10.30 a.m. to 4 p.m. It's going to be at East Rock Park, 41 Cold Street, New Haven, Connecticut, 06511. There's going to be workshops there. They're also going to have raffles. You're going to be a part of it, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be a part. I forgot to say that. <laughs> I'm going to be a part of it. They What we do is they have sessions there, and it's going to be workshops, and there's half an hour sessions, and I'm actually doing the basketball part. We're doing a basketball session. Me and shout out to Yusuf. He's going to help us out, too. And um, it's going to go for four. There's going to be free food, movie tickets, gift cards. Mm-hmm. And I said it's going to be a raffle. And it's going to be fun. Uh, make sure you have to be there at 9 o'clock to sign in just to let us know you're there. Mike, he likes to be sharp. All right? He's, per- he's precise with his punctual. time and everything. Yep, punctual. So mm-hmm. just make sure you get there at 9 o'clock to sign up. We're going to start at 1030 sharp. If you have any questions, you can reach out to me or you can reach out to Mike Nice on Facebook. Or you can um, you can actually just send me a DM either on the Contrary to the Belief email or on Facebook. And I'll let you know the information. I have all the information for it. Um, did Roberta just have an event? Yeah. Um, Shouts out to Roberta. Hosky. Uh, <laughs> Roberta Hosky yesterday she had her sisterhood event and I'm pretty sure it was great I actually seen the, um, her videos and stuff like that some stuff and um, it, it was actually a great event and she's a real powerful person and like she's just great her spirit and everything and she really is pushing sisterhood you know just like with the young women nowadays and how she wants to leave a legacy um, for years to come so shots out for her she did her sisterhood um, ball yesterday so shots out to her for doing that and so, um, you know, Adrian, we're just going to have you give the people your social media where they can find you, you know, maybe some, some prices. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could definitely uh, contact me on Facebook, um, uh, Adrian Russell. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my Facebook name. Also, uh, you could join my Facebook group um, where I post daily workouts and nutritional tips and uh, everything like that. That's Action Fitness on Facebook. Just type in Action Fitness, one word, on Facebook. And my Instagram is... Action Fitness Corp, C-O-R-P, mm-hmm. all right? So you can follow me, I'll follow back, and uh, we can discuss, you know, better and everything, all right? All right. Um, you can follow, find us, Contrary to the Belief, IG, on Facebook, fan page, Contrary to the Belief, Twitter, Contrary to the Belief, and you can find me on Facebook, King Harp, or Mike Harp, on um, Snapchat, King Harp 557. Matt Philpot on Facebook. And uh, if you want to email us, get on the show, talk about anything, mm-hmm. uh, you can email us at contrarybelief at gmail.com. Yes. Mm-hmm. And um, as we wrap the show up, we're going to go into our closing quote. If we stay positive, positive energy will follow. And if we stick together, there is power. Checking in for a check, nigga. No, I'm talking about. I've been grinding my whole life, nigga. No, I'm talking about. 
Most of my realest niggas got life, nigga. No, I'm talking about on parole. I got a few strikes, nigga. No, I'm talking about if it's a green light, we do it right, nigga. I wouldn't change shit. I do it twice, I'm nigga. I'm in the hood selling this dope, nigga. No, I'm talking about fuck around and get smoked, nigga. No, I'm talking about 2500 for the out dope, nigga. No, I'm talking about got that girl scout for the low, nigga. No, I'm talking about. I've been grinding my whole life, nigga. No, I'm talking about. I've been grinding my whole life, nigga. No, I'm talking about. I've been checking in for a check, nigga. No, I'm talking about. I've been checking in for a check, nigga. No, I'm talking about.